Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Check out the Ugly Club Podcast, Tuesdays on iTunes and ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Get your hot pants out, boys. (laughs) It's party time. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Number 107. Jeez, already? I know, that they're just piling up. I can't keep track anymore. I'm Chris. You must have it written down. I'm Aaron. I'm Sam. That's Sam. Special guest. Sam. <laughs> it's not Jay. It's not Rich. Yeah, no. Hopefully we'll have him back soon. Yes. But Sam's going to fill in and, uh, for us a little bit in the meantime. But Sam yeah. is here but to join us. Join the fray. See, it, see, unregimented. Hold true to the name. There you go. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. I never promised you anything. Yeah, and they, we're getting it for free, that. so stop fucking whining. <laughs> My check is in the mail for this, so right? Oh, sure, yeah. Okay, okay great. <laughs> Just don't cash it for a couple yeah, of weeks. It's with ours. <laughs> if you get yours first, let us know. They're all coming. They're just severely post-dated. Now, Sam and I go back a little ways. Uh uh, Sam and I have, have worked together at uh, at two different jobs now, one currently and one in the past. Yeah, we have some so, tenure. Yeah. A little tenure. I remember Sam walking in for his first day. Everyone's like, this guy thinks he's hot shit. And in six months, he schooled us all. But yeah. So he was hot shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was. He <laughs> oh, was. He God. was hot shit. Yeah. He was such hot shit. He got me, he got me uh, the current gig that I'm doing now. I have him partially to thank for this. So thank you, Sam. Well, you're welcome. I mean, the hard work speaks for itself, Aaron. Uh, thank you. All right, enough jerking off. Yeah, so should I go upstairs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come, come back there's, down a minute. We're going to do a little Dutch rudder. Just uh, <laughs> give us the room for a minute. All right. <laughs> All right, so nowhere near as monumental a week as last week. Yeah, it's just Everything little, seems like kind of a downer. Yeah, a little that. deflating. Like, how do you follow especially, that? Especially when all your current top news stories are yet another fool joins the, the race on the Republican side. I don't yeah, even. I can't even guy. keep track now of how many people have said that they're running. Republicans <laughs> are just throwing anything at the wall and seeing what sticks. But we we knew Chris Christie was coming. Yeah, when he comes. It's, it's all of New Jersey knows. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose it's like Hillary. It's one of the worst kept secrets ever. Right. But he probably has no chance. He's he's polling very low. I mean, this this is early, and early on, it's all about name recognition. Who knows what's going to come? Doesn't, doesn't Christie got that crossover appeal though? To whom? Party lines? Like uh, to to uh, like liberals? The, yeah, I don't know that he does. Did he I mean, used to? I don't know. Maybe he did. He seems we are lately not pundits people. <laughs> he, we are in a basement. He's not usually the type of person that would appeal to liberals. He's a blowhard. He's a bully. He's a blame shifter. He's kind of a dick. I mean. <laughs> That, yeah, the whole shit that went down with uh, with the, what do they call it, bridge gate? Everything's got a gate on it. Which bridge? A gate on a bridge doesn't sound like a good it's idea. before I started going there. Was it, what bridge was it now? Was it the, the George Washington Bridge? Man, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I've never Dude, been there's there. There's so many fucking bridges over <laughs> there. there. Oh, it's yeah. It's too much water. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. There's peninsulas <laughs> and islands and. No, he, you know the story, right? How he was, uh basically set up a bunch of construction on a bridge in order to mess with a i think it was the mayor was it wait what's his job <laughs> i forget tell us google not bridgegate politics that are non-local to me i don't really follow but basically he was trying to uh fuck with somebody politically that didn't or fuck with somebody that didn't support him politically and oh and the, god damn he did it. he did with, a george washington bridge is, a, he, is that a big one yeah that's yeah. a huge one that's from manhattan to jersey oh okay it's like that's the bridge that's yeah, yeah. That's, so that's like everybody commuting and 14 bucks every time you cross that <laughs> what the fuck per, yep. per axle mind you <laughs> yes. what if you have axel rose in the car that extra. <laughs> yeah that's another 14 bucks yep well you know when everybody found out that uh that the these construction projects were staged he blamed what he was his chief of staff and uh and one of his political ad- advisors he blamed it on them let them take the fall for it and so what do you do just hire a bunch of goons to go out and Act like they're they're just jackhammering into nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Maybe they actually tore something. They tore up a part of the sidewalk that was perfectly fine just to redo it. They just set up all the equipment. I don't know. Well, he he claims that 
he was not made aware of uh, of what was going on. Which you know, is that really somebody you think of as a leader? The people who were working for you, you're not aware of what they're doing, and also. You played the white man excuse that what, I didn't know. Whether whether he was aware or not, like he hired these guys and they, you know, he knew they, it was they got fake. out some some shady shit. At yeah. what point do you do you make that logical in your head that yeah, I'm just going to get some people to fake this construction? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that'll work. That'll work. But yeah, because uh, I mean, <clears throat> there's a record on all of this. <laughs> people can just look it up. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. He's he doesn't have a chance. He's a he's a fucking bully. Yeah. And but he's he's kind of putting himself out there as the uh, straight talking candidate. Oh, this so he's that asshole. He's more Someone's of a got to be that asshole. He's more of a businessman, and he's you know going to get us back Trump in the right. Would you think Trump would be day. the more straight talking, or no? Trump's just the fucking. Technically speaking, act. Trump is the more straight talking. Uh, candidate, it's just that his his talk is all ignorance. So I mean, Donald Dwayne Alexander. That's one thing that you can say Mountain about Trump. He, he doesn't appear to be handled in any way, right? You, it, I doubt that any part of his speech uh, when he announced was written down anywhere. I like how he just kind of got up there. I like how you're referring to him as like Donald Trump, unbridled. Right. <laughs> it's if you want to talk about all the candidates who are like I'm a Washington outsider, I play by my own rules, I get stuff done, I'm going to talk straight to you, I'm not going to BS you. Trump is like probably the only one who could say that with a straight face, only his ideas are all totally whacked out. But Yeah, uh, in Chris Christie's announcement, he said, "I mean what I say and I say what I mean." Right, and then he went on to further misquote. Speechwriter, <laughs> right? For starting, <laughs> who was writing his stuff? Popeye. <laughs> yeah, he went on to further uh, misquote uh, Horton. Here's a who, the freshman uh, <laughs> English, fucking <laughs> you know, nice cliche. <laughs> You're a presidential candidate, for God's sakes. Like a poet's mind for the perfect word. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got the kids from the high school newspaper to write my speech for me. Right. Some comes on page 32 of Elections for Dummies. <laughs> but nowhere near the idiocy that's coming out of Trump's mouth, though. Trump's at least entertaining. But I'm, like I said, I'm scared of Trump. He's more than entertaining. He's pulling very high. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm scared of Trump. He, he has enough money to, like, afford his lunacy. And I'm saying it's... Well... That's President Camacho, man. He's... <laughs> yeah, he's been pretty prophetic so far. That could be President Camacho running for his first term. It is odd that he is just be. I mean, these are very early polls, obviously, but he's just behind Jeb Bush, so he's popular Get with beat the by people. A guy named Jeb, how's that make you feel? But the corporations are still distancing themselves. I mean, NBC cut ties with them completely. Well, because of what They're he not, said. Right? Did you did you hear exactly what he said? Let's 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 review for the class. Well, Mexico sends its people. They're not sending their best. They're sending people who have lots of problems. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. More importantly, <laughs> does he think that there's some kind of coalition that gets together and like, all right, we're going to send <laughs> this thousand this week. Hey, uh, we, I don't know. That's my favorite we, part of that. Is this idea the that... back in the bag, Donald? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, the idea that... <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a deportation uh, uh, section of the Mexican government that is finding its worst people and sending them into America. It's it's quite bureaucratic yeah. when you yeah. think, think about, about it. Think about the logistics behind that. We couldn't pull that off. <laughs> you think Mexico's pulling that off? We've been to the moon. Yeah, second only to uh, Mexico's space program. Yeah, right. I saw that South Park. Their space program's horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, uh, the little caveat at the end, like I assume, he assumes that some of them are good people. Like chances are, like, you know, you take 100 people, they can't all be rapists and criminals, right? Yeah. Some of them have to be good. There'll be like one or two good guys in the bunch. But the I assume means I've never met one is what he's saying in that sentence. He's never actually met a good really? he, Mexican. He owns hotels. Was he, <laughs> <laughs> was if I not, was, if I worked for him, I'd be pissed. Well, if I, you know, is he not involved in the hiring process with housekeeping? I'm no, not sure. he'd have met himself a Mexican <laughs> no. or two. Oh, fantastic! I'm, well, hey, I stayed at the Trump 
Taj Mahal, all right. Ooh. Just speak well, from step experience. off. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Listen to Ben to Trump. Who I was talking to? Excuse me. Oh yeah, sorry, Mister uh, Park Avenue manicure over here. <laughs> yeah. So NBC cuts ties with him, or or as Trump puts it, he dumped them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh. Trump. When, when you're putting out a letter saying no, the feeling was mutual. No, that's just like when you get dumped, Donald. No, right. like NBC has moved on. Right. The answer to why did you get dumped is that she didn't know what she had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling the new social media blast is going to be dumped like a Trump. There you go. Hey, stay, start it now. Right. Yeah. Pat, hashtag, hashtag that. Pat, patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> Dump like a Trump. Hey, another one that came out today, Macy's, who apparently has a line of menswear, Trump-branded menswear. They are going to be phasing out that line of menswear because of his racist comments. I thought maybe just because it wouldn't be a good idea, period. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you were to have anything from Donald Trump, it would probably be a. You'd want it to be a suit. You wouldn't not, want his haircut. Not you wouldn't hair, want his not face. Not the spray tan. No. Oh man, the guy looks like he uh, got he his wardrobe well. from like Ronald Reagan's <laughs> closet, circa 1987. Okay, but they're nice suits. <laughs> He's wearing the Reagan collection, right? Well, Reagan. Who knows? Maybe maybe there'll be another line of Trump clothing in the future. Uh, he Trump again. Like you said with NBC, he claims that uh, he was the one to terminate the relationship because uh, because that, because Macy was buckling to pressure from outsiders. And he was also took the time to say that he was uncomfortable anyways with the fact that all of his Trump-branded clothing were made in China. He's got a hell of a spin machine. Right. He's the man that... I really feel like people take offense to when anybody backs a specific side, be it Republican or Democrat, because mm-hmm. then you're almost like pigeonholed into like, hey, if I'm going to shop here, I'm going to be supporting that. And I don't agree with that. But it's like I the- wonder how I mean, it seems like a very s- small minority of the population that lets their politics affect how they shop. And in any way, whether you're talking about like uh, whether you're, you're talking about local politics or you know uh, supporting certain businesses that you may or may not agree with, or how your habits affect the environment, it's uh, I don't know. I think especially no nobody who went to buy a Trump suit questioned themselves at any point because <laughs> I mean they they went and want, they wanted to look like Trump. Obviously, why else would you buy a suit that had Trump's name on it? Yeah, money. You there you go. Well, so you just you, you don't absorb any of his bank account. You in fact make his bigger when you buy the Trump suit. Yeah. Right. That'd well, be like being concerned of supporting NASCAR by shopping at Walmart. Right. So so he, he claims to terminate the relationship because he's uncomfortable, partially because he's uncomfortable with the fact that they make clothes in China, and then takes the opportunity to say that if he had a future clothing line, that those clothes would be made in America. Well, yeah, well now, anything he says since that announcement is now suspect because you are campaigning. Well, that that's saying absolutely nothing. Like You already went I, there. There's no turning back, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Those right. kids aren't going to unmake those clothes. Right. You, right. Were, you were fine with it when they were giving you a paycheck, and now when now that they're phasing your stuff out, it's like sour grapes. And the fact that you may or may not start a new clothing line in the future that may or may not be based <laughs> in America, it's nothing. It's a whole lot of hot air. I may or may not be a millionaire tomorrow, guys. Right. Just be aware. Identify. Be aware. Identify as a millionaire. Yeah, that's how you got to start it. Well, that's why you got to get your Trump suit. Yeah, you want to identify as a millionaire, you got to dress like one. So so what's the lesson that the Donald learns? Clearly, NBC and Macy's are uh, supportive of illegal immigration. Really? There, that's there you go. That's, that's what he's what, taking that's away. That's your takeaway. Yep. <laughs> All right. Good God. He, he can't be bought. You got to give him that. Yeah. He's got his own stupid ideas. Nobody else is going to put him in his head. He's insane with a big bank account. It's like Ross Perot, but worse. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there was a time when Ross Perot was seen as a threat. Oh, yeah. Not so much closer to the election, though. It was just a name that was out there. People were hearing the name Ross Perot, just like they hear Bush and they hear Trump. They go, oh, sure. I know I'm, those names. Right. Those names sound like they are the names of leaders. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bush has been what? Two leaders? We're going to have a third one? Bush 3 Possibly. I mean, isn't that scary? No, because Hillary's yeah. going to win. Telling you, man, yeah. we're gonna get caught up in the progressive it, wave again in the election, and this time yeah. it's gonna be everyone vote for a woman. And sure, why not? Dudes have tried it for the first <laughs> why not years. 
<laughs> Bush and Clinton running again. Mortal Kombat's popular. Right. I mean, <laughs> what's next? NBA Jam makes a comeback. <laughs> Reebok pumps. There you go. All right. Kurt Cobain will be undead. Resur- It'll work out. Resurrected. Yeah. They don't have a hologram of him yet. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook and following Unregimented on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. If you like Unregimented, please tell a friend to visit ChristopherMedia.net. You can subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. You can also show your support for Unregimented when you buy something on iTunes just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. It won't cost you anything extra, and it shows your support for Unregimented. While you're on iTunes, please remember to write a review and rate Unregimented five stars. Just click on the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Android users can listen to Unregimented for free at ChristopherMedia.net by clicking on the Stitcher radio player on our homepage. You can also listen to Unregimented for free at TuneIn.com or by downloading their free TuneIn radio app. Don't forget, you can always listen to Unregimented for free across any platform just by going to ChristopherMedia.net. Make sure to check out all of the podcasts on ChristopherMedia.net. Mondays and Fridays, you have Unregimented. Reach us at UnregimentedPod on Twitter. Tuesdays and Fridays, you have the Weedsman Podcast. Find those guys at the Weedsman 420 on Twitter. Wednesday, you have the Projection Booth, projection-booth.com, or at ProBoothCast on Twitter. Saturday, you have the Captain's Table, at Captain's Podcast on Twitter. You can also check out one of our new shows, well, new to us. It's the Ugly Club Podcast. It's another movie podcast, but these guys go with more of a theme each week rather than just one movie. You can check them out at Ugly Club Podcast on Twitter or UglyClubPodcast.com. If you like Unregimented and want to show your support for Unregimented, you can donate to Christopher Media by clicking through the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click through the Amazon banner at ChristopherMedia.net and bookmark the link. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, you will show your support for Unregimented. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net that's who we use to host Unregimented. When you sign up for HostGator by clicking through the banner at ChristopherMedia.net, you are helping to support Unregimented. Uh, there's still news on the Confederate flag. because, still? Well, yeah, because Why? TV Land just pulled all its reruns of Dukes of Hazard oh, that it was showing. Oh, oh no. And I don't know. Does that really count? No, because if the Dukes of Hazard has taught us nothing, which it has, <laughs> it says in the theme song, they're just the good old boys, never mean no harm. Yeah. Clearly stated, so let's put it yep. to bed. But good old boy has kind of become code word for <laughs> racist in and of itself. Now, it's not like the, they were using the general to mow down black people. I, but You haven't seen the director's cuts, eh? <laughs> no. But it, then again, it's not like there were a lot of black people in Dukes of Hazard. Period. Uh, I don't or think ever. There, I don't think there are any I, black people in Hazard County. Yeah, I, I don't remember seeing any. I'm sure there. I'm sure there's got to be like one or two that have popped up. But hey, never fear. If you want to episode when Enos joined the clan. If you do, if you do actually want to see episodes of Dukes of Hazard, they're still being shown on the Country Music Channel. Oh. Of course. They don't, they don't bow down to political pressure. Oh. It's no, too just... easy. It's too easy. It's too easy. It's like making fun of Fox News. It's too easy. Next thing you know, Isn't the, that the uh, lazy comedy? Well, I blame Ben Jones. Who's Ben Cooter. Jones? Cooter. Remember the guy who has the shop? Oh, Cooter. He found out that... Original Cooter? There was, there was another one? It was the movie Cooter. Oh, no, no, yeah, the original. Yeah, Come on. The original Cooter. Who's talking about the Dukes of Hazzard OC. movie? Hey, you never you know. think you are? <laughs> it's Johnny Knoxville and Sean William Scott. No. Cooter was the mechanic. Jessica Simpson. <laughs> no, he has a store that sells a lot of, uh, a lot of Dukes of Hazzard-related merchandise, which I didn't know there was enough to fill a store, but apparently there is. And he, he said that he, you know he's still going to sell... All, he has more than just the general itself, but many things are adorned with the rebel flag. I think we got to be a little, him. a little more realistic and decide what we feel something stands for as opposed to what somebody else thinks it stands for. Like, right? I mean, I'm not going to represent it because I feel a certain way about it, but mm-hmm. I also feel that this is America and it's what it is, man. But <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right? I, 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 I'm, you know, personally, again. What is what does my opinion mean to anybody? Uh, you, you know, I'm a white male. I have nothing to complain about. But the that flag 
doesn't offend me in any way, certainly. If anything, it just makes assholes that much easier to identify. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I say that on your car exactly. or you know, up in your home. I'm like, oh, you're that kind of idiot. Okay. Yeah, it's almost like a, a preemptive, okay, I know how to uh, identify you, and I'm going to stay away from you. Avoid right. this person. <laughs> right. I don't know. I just so, think the whole controversy is just for, for me, it should be just out of respect for the dead, just because this kid, like, loved, this kid had it on his jacket and shit. Yes. <laughs> But, I mean, anybody could use any crazy reason. Because you got to start, you can't start with racism with this guy, right? I mean, certainly that was Why? a motivator. He was there to kill some black people. I mean, I think that's pretty... Right. Okay. Take black, the word black out of there. He was there to kill some people, right? What is that? That's insane. That's not self-defense. He's not at war. He is just randomly killing people that he doesn't know. Now, the fact that they're black and the fact that he's racist... Definitely compounds the issue, but you can't, you still are starting from crazy. And any crazy person can take any symbol they want and use that as an excuse for their behavior. And then the whole rest of society is supposed to react in kind and shun that. Take, for example, in, in, in the 80s. I know I'm going extreme with this, but. It's not extreme, it's your opinion. I, I agree and I disagree. But you remember in the 80s when uh, some kid shot up his friend and he was listening to uh, like Iron Maiden. And Iron, right. Iron Maiden was the worst thing ever, and we tried to outlaw it for years and years and years. But right, or when Columbine, you get down, it's and just music. Everybody wanted to know how could something like Columbine happen, and they found an answer in Marilyn Manson. Right? And parents were, were protesting his music because it was making their kids do horrible things. I'm just saying, by going down that road and saying, you know, just if somebody uses something as a symbol as, as or an excuse for their insanity, that we're all supposed to shun that because of it. it's it's a dangerous road to go down. I'm not debating necessarily on uh, on the flag issue because this was something that and just probably needed to go away for the, the sake of the nation anyway. Well, let's te- let's talk technology because just briefly uh, in the uh, number of shady shit that Apple has done as a corporation. Well, here we go again. Mm. <laughs> well, they they had an appeal for uh, they were found guilty of price fixing on ebooks, colluding with other companies to come up with a uh, what everybody could agree was a nice, healthy, profitable price for an ebook. Again. Uh, no, they appealed it, and it was shot down. So they are doubly guilty, I think is what they call it. <laughs> Double guilty? Uh, no, a new form that... of guilty? <laughs> right. <laughs> Double secret guilty. But I'm not just mad at Apple. I'm mad at all technology this week, actually. Why is that? Oh, you know, I don't know why I decided to try and do this, but I wanted to check out Windows 10, right? In order to get the little, there's a little logo that'll appear you don't know because you don't. You probably don't use many Windows products anymore. But if you have Windows 8, the little logo will appear down in the left-hand corner, and you can register to be one of the first people to get the free upgrade to Windows 10. Why they're skipping over 9, I don't know. I can't stand Windows 8, by the way. Really? Yeah. Eh. No, so uh, in order to have that thing pop up, I apparently had to do some updates to Windows 8. I was like, And I haven't done them in forever. I always turn off my automatic updates and... So I had to go in, and it downloaded these files forever. Yeah, you fucked up, man. Yeah, and then it rebooted and rebooted and rebooted, and it would it would get to like whatever the fuck it was doing. It would get to like thirteen percent, and then just be there for like an hour. I'd come back and it was the same spot. <laughs> so, luckily, I actually had a separate partition on my laptop already. So I just started using that one. But I forgot I, I stopped using that one because it was all fucked up anyway. I've got some sort of virus, so now it's just a clean wipe. i got to start all over again. But, but in the actual news with Microsoft, apparently Microsoft is handing over its advertising business to AOL. We're just going to skip over Apple? Or that's, that was it? What did you want to know? Oh, that was it. <laughs> what do you want to know? You're the one with the uh, Apple what, product. No, that was it. just that was the story. They got caught again, and that's we ended the story. Yeah, they're double guilty, right? Oh, did, I not, did yeah. I not mention oh, the double okay. guilty? So that's it. That's <laughs> all you have to say about it. The verdict is okay. In, man. I don't know. Do you have something else to say about it? Never mind. Oh, okay. Sorry. 
<laughs> no, uh, Microsoft hands over its advertising business to AOL, which sounds like about as exciting a story as man loans mower to neighbor. <laughs> yeah. but first of all, one giant company AOL. gives another giant company. I had to check the date on the, yeah, ad- <laughs> on the article that I was reading. Yeah, how do they still exist anymore? What are What are they? I do not know. In exchange, though, Apple is funding a new AIM. So so prepare to see that again in the future. So uh, hands-off advertising business to AOL, which apparently is owned by Verizon now. What? Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know what they do with it. Other than, I mean, I still see AOL email addresses. AOL email addresses. It's kind of a tongue twister. I still see those out there. Yeah, but it's always but, people that are like 60 and above. Right. Like, yeah, but I mean, the, so apparently <clears throat> something's still working. I'm just going to log into my CompuServe account. Uh. Yeah, so they, they hand off a good chunk of their advertising business. They hand off their uh, mapping business to uh, Uber so that they can just concentrate on Bing. Which... <laughs> Why would you do that? I, I do not know. Other the, the only idea there is because they're seeing how much fucking money Google is making. Oh, see, there's a search engine rattle, and Google has won it a long fucking time ago. Yeah, I don't think I've ever used Bing in my life. I I did a couple times, like when it came up, and I had to type Google into it. That's one of the more the most popular searches on Bing is Google. Oh, but speaking of Google, did you know... You know you can do a voice search with Google. Have you ever done that? Yes. Yeah. Pretty much all phones have it now. Right. So you hit the little... Google made their Siri, and you go, okay, Google, and... Right. It doesn't talk back to you, but it does recognize your voice, and... uh, But when it records your voice, that stays on a server, owned by Google, obviously. I don't know how you felt about that. I don't know how I feel about that. What are they doing with it? Right. Yeah, that's my (laughs) ultimate question. Maybe they're chopping and screwing it so that way they can ultimately have like a sex line, <laughs> like any accent, any range of voice. Right. Or are they building some kind of massive yeah. nationwide voice recognition archive? I, I'm kind of, I don't know where I land on this one actually, because at first it's creepy. Somebody is recording your voice and keeping that recording. It does sound creepy, but... How is it any different than what they are? We already assumed they would do with our searches that we type in. I mean, anytime we type in a search, that it, part of how people search goes into the algorithm of the results that you get back from Google, and that's part of what has made it the most effective search engine out there. So yeah, they catalog all that, and why would it? Why would our voices be any different now? That this program obviously takes that voice understands what you say and makes it into text so you would think that they would just keep the text part of that and not the voice itself but i guess when i pull it apart it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense that doesn't seem effective does it what you up to google right so now i'm back on the nefarious side as i talk myself through this one (laughs) right like why do they really need the actual recording google is skynet i keep telling you it's only a matter of time before the water commission starts collecting your urine (laughs) find out what you've been eating <laughs> Analyzing your sewage coming out of your house. <laughs> Once it hits the street, it's uh, legal. It's, it's, public, it's property. public property. Yeah. This is this is what you pay for, man. This is what you pay for. And there is also a story on Yelp, or I'm sorry, not on Yelp. There is a story about Yelp teaming up with Tim Wu. You remember who Tim Wu is? I'd mentioned him before. This is a sounds familiar. He's a net neutrality guy. He's one of the pioneers of the concept of net neutrality. And they Tim Wu helped Yelp uh, analyze search results from Google, and they found that uh, that Google is favoring in search results on Google their own services in those results. A little bit of conflict of interest there. Right. Which also, how could there not be a conflict of interest there? Like, usually when we talk about conflicts of interest in a legal sense, somebody has to abstain from some sort of activity. You know, you, if you're a lawyer, you can't represent your wife in court. That's a conflict of interest. You this just can't true. do it. But yet, we have no problem with the way Google 
takes our information and the results that it gives back to us. I mean, in a way, it's almost naive to think that Google wouldn't favor its own results, right? True, but I they mean, are it's business. A, but maybe it could be like the uh, maybe it's like the library maybe going. Uh, we wrote this book. Why don't you read it? You know, or maybe the something library. like that. I library don't know. doesn't write books, <laughs> but you know what? I, I, we're doing wild hypotheticals here, right? But you're. You're going into it assuming that you're getting uh, neutral. Maybe bo- or maybe the bookstore is only selling books that it writes. If you look at this from a business aspect, it, it makes perfect sense that you're collecting data of the data that you're collecting. Mm-hmm. So that way, I mean, after all, they're known to be a search engine, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, but it's like, it's one thing about how they collect the data, but then to go through that process of collecting data and with the interest of giving you purely data-driven search results. That's what we're talking about here. And instead, they're collecting your data and giving you back skewed results that favor their own interest. Right. right. Well, that's what Google's all about, though. You pay, right. you pay, like if you and I had a business, we pay Google to be in our favor. Absolutely. Right. I, so, yeah, and, and nobody's found anything illegal with that, at least not that I'm aware of. No, so it's why not. Would, why would Google doing it for its own interest be any different? Again, I, anytime Google comes up, I'm on both sides of it. Yeah, it's creepy. It's also super convenient. Right. <laughs> but it works. I mean, part of the, the idea of uh, the whole reason I use not only Chrome, but Gmail is because I can bookmark something on my phone and pull it up on my other computers very easily. Or at least that's was the concept it doesn't seem to work for me anymore <laughs> i can't get him to sync up you've so, lost touch aaron you've lost right. touch well yeah but once it once it stops being so convenient the creepiness factor starts to seep in so i don't know maybe i'm leaning more onto the creepy side when it comes to google tell you man you guys get creeped out by any of that i mean like you know that your activity can be tracked and recorded oh i mean i went anywhere. through my phone a uh, about a month ago and there was a whole bunch of stuff on through my uh location services as apple calls them but it's your gps and yeah it shut a whole bunch of shit off it's like listen i know right listen i know what's going on please don't throw it in my face is is my whole thing you know there was things i had to turn off like location-based ads and it was like tracking places that i've went all the time oh you got something to hide huh i had you turn off tracking I just I don't just I don't like it. I think we should just all go back to flip phones. Right. I get a bag phone. I'll go super old school. <laughs> so I got to plug into my cigarette lighter. I remember my first phone. I could I could kill somebody with that thing if I needed to. It was, it was very blunt. Yeah. Oh, it, the battery on the thing was like an inch and a half thick. I'd brain somebody with it. Jumpstart your car with it. So I. So you do actually take measures to obscure your activity or at least uh, turn off information feeds when you're aware of them. Yeah, I mean, th- yeah. like I still have my uh, GPS on for certain apps, but I have also, I've set it for it to only be on when the app is running, things like that. Yeah, I only turn the GPS on my phone when I use my... Uh, no, on Apple, if you uh, don't specify, that bitch will just always be on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's I think that's how they're all set up. You have to actually actively go in and turn it off but not that that makes any difference it's like oh i only turn on my gps when i go somewhere <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> they, anybody could still track all of your activity and that's really just the tip of the iceberg man i mean when you think about right. it i mean if you want to participate in anything in society you're going to be tracked if you want a bank account you want to buy a car mm-hmm. even when you drive from point a to point b you're being tracked that's right i watch tv they can look up your face on traffic cameras yeah they, do they that can shit all the time on uh arrow <laughs> And the Flash. <laughs> These are fact-based programs. You don't, don't laugh. No, so do you, you don't get paranoid, Sam, or I just, you don't, just don't let it bother you? No, I just don't let it bother do you me. Take, do it's you take happen. precautions? For, for me, it's like... Do you wear like, internet condoms? <laughs> no. One hand washes the other for me, man. Like, yeah. I enjoy having a smartphone. I enjoy doing multiple things with it. Having the GPS. Right. Having the convenience to search for the nearest taco hut. Whatever, right. you know? It's fine. Well, for me, GPS is, honestly, it's a savior. I have a horrible, horrible sense of direction. and Especially when you get streets that don't, like, travel in grids. Right. (laughs) You know? Oh, that's... 
You talk Pre- preaching to the choir with me. That's how I get around in cities where I have no fucking clue where I am. Mm-hmm. Take which, me here. Which way is Dude, north again? I I've map shit that I've been to over and over again just so I don't pass it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, got to go to the comic book store again. God damn it, I can't remember which mile road it's in between. I'll just fucking map it and watch the phone. Not watch the phone. I do watch the road. While he's watching the phone. Yeah. You have two eyes for a reason, people. Precisely. <laughs> yeah, all my info comes from my Facebook feed. That's the kind of American I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you can you can get a a Facebook Messenger account now without actually having a Facebook account. When the fuck did this start? Well, maybe it hasn't. Maybe they haven't started it yet. I don't remember the oh, specifics. Oh wait, I have the things it. for the business, but I could start a whole new thing just for them. No, that's interesting to me because I really Dude, I don't use have, my Facebook if anymore. If I just have Messenger, that's the dream. Just have Messenger, yeah. don't need the Facebook account. Right, yeah, same here. I, I so rarely look at my Facebook page or put anything on it. I think I did something like a couple weeks ago, the first time in a year and a half, two years, honestly. But yet I use Messenger all the time, only because I can easily message multiple people. We have it set up for groups for our podcasts where we can mm-hmm. share one article with a group. That's fantastic for that. You show your dick to like two different dicks <laughs> at once. Right. You're missing out, Aaron. <laughs> the future is now, buddy. You have text orgies. <laughs> songs about messaging (laughs) facebook's got your dick on their server now oh yeah (laughs) not not just mine sir yeah it wouldn't be the first server my dick's on so i mean (laughs) exactly it's fine it's just another notch in the old social media belt another notch in that server server post (laughs) right Did you see, you guys weren't even looking at the screen, were you? There's a picture of the police there where they're playing oversized instruments and Sting was playing like a the world's largest tennis racket. I wish they'd show that one again. That's, that was what so he's, bizarre. That's what he's known for. Where have you been for the last 40 <laughs> years, man? Anyway. How about uh, Obama's overtime proposal? I had mentioned this to you earlier, and you said you'd heard this one before. Yeah? Yeah. This was news to me, but I guess this is uh, something that he's been pushing for for a while. Specific- was it specifically Obama, did you say? Yes. Was it- okay. This is, this is Obama's thing. Just came about, I believe, at the beginning of last year. Okay. That's the last time I heard of it. Right. So his, his proposal for overtime is basically to give anybody who is a salaried employee who makes less than $50,000 roughly, uh, under his proposal, they would be eligible for time and a half or the equivalent of that based on their yearly salary for every hour that they work over 40 hours in one week. I, as someone who used to be in that situation, bring it on. What uh, you're you're all for it then? Yeah, yeah. I think it, we talked about, especially in the service and retail industry, those managers get run into the ground, right? And they they're given a low ball salary, and when you get down to it with the hours they really work, they're making a dollar two more an hour than the people that they're supervising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a I had an experience like that when I. <clears throat> when I worked at the art supply store and they wanted me to be a manager there and then I did it for like a week and then left because like they're telling me about all this money that I'm going to make because we're going to salary you at this much I'm like oh yeah that sounds fantastic and then I see my schedule and I'm working every fucking day for 10 hours and like I'm not no when you break it down per hour it's not worth it anymore yeah, and they do that all the time. The number of when I was married, and uh, my wife at the time was looking for jobs. There were a number of jobs where they would tell it, "Oh yeah, oh, we're family oriented, and want to make sure that you know your job shouldn't be your whole life. You should still have a, a life outside of here and enough time to spend with your kids and all that." But we need and you then, here sixty hours a week. Yeah. It, Honestly, 60 to 70 hours a week. And we're talking like retail management and I think, let's say, $30,000 salary. Like, yeah, that's on. about right. Yeah. yeah. 
that's fucking ridiculous. In, in some cases, I bet uh, there's managers that are being paid less than than people hourly working underneath them, mm-hmm. just because they work the shit out of them and they can and they actually get time and a half. But if I was to play devil, devil's advocate on this, overall, isn't this really the government telling businesses how they should pay their employees? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is. But I mean, I think we're uh, we're back to. I mean, this is one of those adjust. If you're going to pay everybody fifteen bucks an hour, this is something you're going to have to adjust for the salary people too. I mean, it's that right. it's, it's points that I've brought up before. It's like okay, if their wage moved, does mine? Because I'm a salaried worker, and it should. Mm-hmm. If we're going to adjust wages, we're going to have to. We need to adjust everybody's wages because then we're doing exactly what the people fighting for fifteen are 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 rallying against. Is we're just favoring one class of people, right? But that's me. Well, it does seem if if you say that you're you're as a politician fighting for the middle class, like many of them do. This does seem to be something that if successful a government could successfully help build rebuild the middle class in this country mm-hmm. but i think a lot of the managers that it will affect it's just it's in that same industry with the people who are going to be getting 15 bucks an hour soon yeah we're just heading for kiosks yeah, it's, it's restaurant managers retail managers I'm looking for third word doesn't exist. Get used to touch screens, taking your orders, people. That's right. what we're that's what we're heading for. Well, yeah, there it's you a go. Good, it's, it's a it's a double edged sword because the, the, the people that are left at the restaurant will be making good money. Right, it'll be the people that are left. They used to employ thirty people. Now they employ fifteen. Right. So there's the other side of this. Does this really change? how a company pays its employees overall, the amount of money that they're willing to pay their employees, or does, does it just sh- bah, does it just shift the money around? Just shifts they, it around. Because they'll just now they'll just take the initial investment in the technology right away because it's a long-term investment. Yeah, I'm spending all this money on these computer systems now, but guess what? In 10 years, they're saving me a shitload of money as opposed to 10 years of employing people. Right. Companies always well, seem to find a way to hack at the bottom of the tree instead of taking the weight off the top. So it's right. it's not going to make any difference. It'll it'll be one of those things that gets passed over to appease people for a couple of years, and then when they realize they've been duped, they'll go back to singing the song again. Mm-hmm. It's just the name of the game. Yeah, because well, when in my examples earlier of of my ex trying to find a job and not being able to take these positions that wanted her to work extraordinary hours, it's not like she said she had to say, "Well, I don't have a." choice so i gotta take this job and and they're just gonna work me in the ground she she declined to accept those jobs that's the democracy and capitalism working together right that's why i'm kind of bringing up the the argument that this is government telling uh businesses how they can how they can pay their employees whereas you know if you're going to abuse your employees in that way and work them into the ground you're going to have uh very high turnover and you're going to find it hard to keep people that know how to run your business right or your stores right, and your business is, is eventually going to fail. So is this the government's job, or is this something that the market should find equilibrium, equilibrium for? I mean... Uh. I think huh. chicken or the egg. Yeah. <laughs> that kind a of little situation. of both? Yeah. Okay. Because it's not like one begets the other. It's not like there's an exact answer to that either. I'm just saying. I agree with you on the principle of if you're working a person overtime, right? They should be getting paid more based on that. So the core principle of it, I can't argue with. I guess I question the government in anything. That's why I've become more and more libertarian. Like, there is this, be questioned. Is this really... Well, you know, I, I was listening to Penn Jillette's podcast, and he was talking about the, the big issue last week, of uh, the Supreme Court's ruling on gay marriage, and why he wasn't so excited about it. Because in his mind, the government has no business approving marriages period between any two people right this he doesn't want he doesn't think that uh that uh you know, a man and a woman should have to get uh, a license from the from the government to get married or get tax breaks because they're married. The government shouldn't be involved in marriage, period. So them approving gay marriage is just one more thing that they shouldn't be involved in. But he eventually came around to the idea that it was it was just about treating people equally, not necessarily. This goes beyond marriage 
in, in and of itself. But I have kind of the same attitude where anytime I hear about the government doing something, I have to weigh that against should they even be do, like involved in this issue at all. <laughs> and the answer is usually no. Yeah. When you think about it, though, it's uh, more commerce for them. I mean, you got to go down to the county building and pay your 75 bucks for your marriage license. Right. Or, and with marriage, always comes divorce. So guess what? <laughs> Pony up for that lawyer, that, buddy. That's so, yeah. That's stimulating the economy right there yeah, so in major ways. So if anything, it's pretty brilliant. They're the ultimate pimp. Yep. And kind of a, a, a story along similar lines here locally in Michigan, we have the prevailing wage law. Now, I, I re- just read about this earlier. I confess I didn't know about it in advance. You, you were aware of what the prevailing wage law is? Yes, but let's inform the listeners. Because you're going, hey, I read about it, and me going, yeah, I know what it is. I was hoping you were going to inform them. <laughs> so, uh, so the prevailing wage law, it does this only affect construction workers? It's basically saying that you, if you... We, we need Jay for this one. Yeah, this is a union thing. We should have Jay here. But uh, if you have non-unionized construction workers, you should be paying them at the same rate that you would pay unionized construction workers. Yes. Okay. And prevailing wage says, or getting rid of the prevailing wage means that companies can bring in non-unionized labor and then lowball them on the labor figure. And right, because they're non-union, they can make ten dollars an hour. What somebody in the union would be making twenty-five dollars an hour for? Okay, that kind of shit. Well, yeah. there was there was a study done on the effectiveness of this uh, prevailing wage law, which I guess is uh, in danger of being repealed. There's people who are not quite fans of it. Uh, I would guess they're conservative, maybe. In their study, they found that uh, that if the prevailing wage law was repealed, it could lead to uh, an estimate of 11,000 jobs lost in the state, a $700 million in construction projects would flee to other states, and possibly $1.7 billion in GDP. All right, well, hear, hear me out here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the same kind of scare tactics and shit. Right to work was going to end us all. Everyone was going to be in the bread line. And oh, no, but, gonna, but the opposite in this case. on our economy. What they're saying is if this law is repealed and... and uh, wait a minute. Because that doesn't make sense. Why would you lose jobs? Because I've worked on a because couple Because you're crews. losing union I've, jobs. I've worked on if a couple crews of the trades. prevailing wage law, you're losing union jobs. Oh, the right. The law says you have to provide the prevailing wage. I get it. But yeah, no, this is these are the same figures and shit they were floating out when right to work came about. And I mean, I get Michigan's a union state, but I mean, this, if you look at the facts, the Michigan job market's pretty damn strong right now. And right yeah. to work came in, it was going to be the end of everything. And well, Sam, you've actually worked on the construction site? Uh, well, in trade work. And uh, yeah. just for example... Um, I worked for three different crews as a roofer and oh fun and this this certainly does not speak to obviously every roofing crew on the planet but why were uh, they criminals all of them <laughs> every every single one of them man and i used may, to live with a roofer i'll stop you when i hear something <laughs> well i mean i'm not gonna just in case anyone listening i'm not gonna you know uh, insult their integrity as as yeah, workers yeah, or whatever, but well, we, but we give out our addresses and phone numbers at the end. <laughs> right, right. But um, the idea though is that when you have an independent contractor, like for example, uh, the crew leader that I worked for got contracted through say Lowe's, but he did not work for Lowe's. He was just hired by them to do X amount of jobs per season, mm-hmm. and he was paid say like six thousand dollars to do a roof of this the size of this place. Right now, you can pay three dudes to do all the BS work, ten bucks an hour, or if you hike up that wage to the twenty five bucks an hour, you're only going to get one dude. So. Right. The person that runs that site obviously wants to get the most work for the least amount of money, you know. Right. Well, that that's part of what they found in this study. They said that uh, a higher paid worker is anywhere from 11 to 30 percent more productive. They so, needed to do a study to figure this out? <laughs> well, I, don't know, I mean, when you're dealing with the economy, it's not always about common sense, honestly. I mean, re- if you look at, uh, you know, the guys from uh, Freakonomics... Are you familiar with their work? No. They they have all these studies about how uh, how different things can affect the economy, and then they study like microeconomies. You know, it's it's not 
you you have to study cause and effect. You can't just go, well, of course, a guy is going to be more productive if he's paid more. I mean, just because you are doesn't mean that everybody else is. I'll tell you one thing, man. I'd be way more worried about losing a job that was 30 bucks an hour than, you yeah. know, 10 bucks an hour. I mean, yep. right. 10 bucks an hour. F that. I can make that anywhere. Right. That's a very good point. When I worked at Chrysler, man, that was like the name of the game every day. It was like, why am I doing this? Right. Why am I doing this? I could go to Walmart and make more money. Mm-hmm. What's the point? So I really could not care any less. Yeah, I fucking filtered through jobs and I was just bouncing for minimum wage and minimum wage. It didn't matter, didn't give man. a shit. Oh, what? Yeah. I'll go get another five fifty an hour job. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're you're not personally you're you're, uh, not, you're not only not motivated and not thinking that you're you're uh, being appreciated for the work that you're being that you're putting into your job. You also have uh, you don't have that connection with your employer. Like just the fact that employers is willing to pay you what you believe you're worth, that's a uh, a respect that you don't always get. That in and of itself, what they choose to pay you, it says a lot of what they think about you as an employee. So you're, you're bought in less to the company that you're working for and hence less productive. So in this case, logic did win out. <laughs> See? But I'm sure they had to, it was like a two-year multi-million dollar study to prove this. So did logic really win? Well, yes, if it does help, Michigan keep the prevailing wage law, which was the intention of it. So if it does actually convince people and shows them in numbers why this law is positively affecting the state economy, then yeah, it did something. I guess everything's So basically, so they've... Well, then I don't fucking get it. If we've had this prevailing wage law the entire time, the fuck were the right to work people bitching about? Well, uh, right to work just has to do with unions. This is in general. But but the prevailing wage law kept the pay fee, kept the pay field level, so to speak. For construction projects. Right. Right. Okay. Right to work. Just talking construction projects. That's the difference. There we go. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Sam, thank you for joining us. Yes, thanks to you. Thanks to you. Thanks, <laughs> thanks you, Sam. Thanks to you. You as welcome. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we will uh, catch you on Monday, guys. Thanks for listening. See ya. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening Christopher Media let's make some noise thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net